everybody welcome to the joe show i am joe your host guys this show's been going on for about three years and if you don't know anything about this show let me tell you a little bit about it on the show we talk about anything and everything back in the day we say we don't talk about politics but with this new year and things that are going on and things that have been going on in my life we don't talk about everything right Anything from entertainment news to uh, stuff about just random stuff about animals and things like that. And we also have, you know, deep topics too. One time we talked about the difference between knowledge and wisdom. What does it mean to be a man? That's 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 some stuff. You know, so we're, we're trying to entertain people. We're trying to entertain you, the listeners, right? So we want to hear from you. If you don't know, you can find us on Gateway Pro Productions on Facebook, on Reddit, you can find us at r slash TJS, on TikTok and Instagram, we are at the Joe Show underscore 20. That's where you guys can find us, that's where you guys can comment and tell us what you want to hear from, from this show. Because we, we can talk about everything. I can talk about anything and everything. I can just do some research. But I want to hear what you want, or I want to talk about what you want to hear, right? Because if you don't talk to me, I'm just going to keep coming up with stuff. I'm just pull stuff out of my ass and be like, man, I find this interesting. And I don't care what the audience thinks. Because ain't nobody told me nothing. So, yes. Guys, make sure you comment. Tell me what you think. I'll start putting polls and stuff up for you. So make sure you tell me all about that. So the first topic I've got here is about, I guess, growing up and growing, you know? Um, I was talking to one of my friends. She just recently had a baby and she had a girl. And I was like, hey, congratulations. And we were talking about um, just being a parent because she's already been a parent. She's, she's got a son. And we were just talking about being parents and what it means now, you know, and she was talking, her big thing was she was uh, not afraid of the pressure, but she was talking about she has to be the model for her daughter now, right? And she was talking about how that's a lot of pressure. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, basically, I have to... Um, be the model for my daughter. I have to show her uh, what it means to be a woman, you know. Um, I have to show her how to act, and I have to make sure I get my head straight and everything like that. She said, it's just a lot of pressure. And I said, yeah, I totally get that because I've got two boys, and I have to make sure that I set a good example for them so that they can be good men and um, just pro pro productive members of society. You know, it's very hard. And all you other parents out there with your kids of the same gender or the same sex, is it hard? Do you feel that pressure or is it super easy for you? Like you've got your, you've got a daughter 
and you're like, oh, this is super easy. It's great to be an example for her. You know, or if you're a dad and you got sons and you're like, man, it's just, I love being an example for them because I know for me, it's, it's super hard. It's super hard. Um, one of the things that I always slip on up on is uh, my road rage. I'll be driving down the road and I'm like, man, get the fuck out the way, you fucking idiot. And then in the back of your head, you fucking idiot. And you're like, oh, sh- man, I guess I shouldn't have said that, you know. Um, my son, Rhett, he does that now, you know. Uh, he, he did that the other day. I was like, man, come on, move, move. You are dumb. You are dumb. And then in the back, all you hear is, you are dumb, you are dumb, move. And it's like, ah. You know, it's just, you have your emotions, you know, as a person. You have emotions and you react. You know, we, act, we react to stuff around us. And it's, we have to watch ourselves now. You know, we have to make sure that our kids, um, we're not being a bad example for our kids. Um, like I said, I do know it's a lot of pressure for parents in general, right? It's a lot of pressure for us. You know, we have to set a good example. And then based off of how we do as parents, how great of or how good of an example we set for our kids, they turn out a certain way. You know, um, I've watched my parents. There were things that I picked up from them. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad, you know, but I picked up stuff from them. And then I use that in my everyday life. You know, it's because they set up, they set that up. So it's just very crazy. My wife and I, we've had talks like this. It's like, isn't it crazy how two people can come together and make a person, right? We don't have to sign any papers. We don't have to get a license, but we can just make people. That's fucking crazy. And then once that person is here on this earth, you take this person under your wing and you shape them to be a productive member of society. It's crazy. Like I see grown ass people walking around here. And at one point they are, they were as small as my kids being taught by their parents. It's crazy. I don't understand that. Like, it's just, I need a license to drive this big ass vehicle, you know, so that I don't kill anybody. But I can just bring a random person into the world. I don't know. And then you want me to raise it. <laughs> it's just crazy. Like some of these people, they're having kids super young age and then they're supposed to raise it. I don't know. It's just, it's just a crazy thing that can happen. So you parents out there, do you feel the pressures of raising your kids? Um, do you, uh, do you think it's going to be hard? How do you think your kids are going to turn out? I don't know. Those are questions that are on my mind. That was just something I was thinking about over the weekend. So, yeah. Now, I don't know about y'all, but y'all remember that movie Shark Tales? Do you remember the movie Shark Tales? If you don't, here's a little clip of Shark Tales.
As long as anyone could remember, Lenny was a different kind of shark. I don't know how else to say this to you, Lenny. You see something, you eat it, period. That's what sharks do. You gotta understand, when you look weak, it makes me look weak. I know. Right here in front of me now, eat this. <gasps> oh, jeez, Hop. Here's the thing. I'm a, I'm a vegetarian. You're a good person. Oh, no. As long as anyone could remember, Go! Oscar was always in trouble. Is a sure thing. He trips underwater. Who trips underwater? And by the way, on what? That's it. All right. I want you to find the deepest, darkest hole in the ocean and put him in it. Ah! Oh, no. Then, the little fish told a great white lie. Oscar. Did you kill him? Yeah, yeah, exa exactly how it looked. That's how it is. Remember this name. Oscar the Shark Slayer! You lied! Everybody thinks you slayed the shark! You need to slay a shark, and I need to disappear. Here's what we're gonna do. Da -da -da -da! Studio that brought you Shrek. Yo, Angie needs to get her freak on. Come on, Angie. Dance with me, mama. You might not ever get uh. <laughs> <laughs> better than Keep up with me. Don't let me lose you. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? I can't see it. Sharks are coming to get me. Sometimes I want to take your big dumb dummy head and just sing it. <laughs> Those sharks, who's boss? Here I come. Ta-da! I tell you what's what. And what? What? What what? What what nothing? You said what first. I didn't say what first. You said and then what, and I said what? No, I said what what? You said what first? Shark tail. Now snap your fin right on the snap it. <laughs> You're not snapping it. Oscar. Oh, hey, don't sweat it. A lot of white fish can't do it. Let me tell you something. That's a bad movie. I just recently watched it, and it's still a bad movie. And the reason why I watched it was because I saw an article on Facebook talking about how this movie is getting a lot of, it's getting noticed more, right? It's getting noticed more. And um, it's getting so popular now that it has beaten Chris Rock's special on Netflix. And you might be saying, Joe, why is that a big problem? Well, it's a big problem because the act, main actor in Shark Tales is Will Smith. And we all know the whole uh, beef between Will Smith and Chris Rock. And so a lot of people are complaining about this. You know, they're complaining about, um, like, oh my God, Shark Tales, which is a Will Smith movie. It's better. It's, the ratings are better than uh, the ratings for um, the Chris Rock special. Well, first of all, first of all, you got to think about Shark Tales is a kid's movie. So this is something maybe uh, us adults, you know, we're like, hey, this is a movie from my pastime. It wasn't too good, but it was good enough. So I'm going to uh, let my kids watch it. I might show it to them for the first time. That might be going up. We're not going to go show our kids the Chris Rock album or the new special he did. And it, the Chris Rock, and if you go back, if you ever, if you sit down and watch it and you watch the Chris Rock special, it's not even that good. I mean, compared to what Chris Rock has done in the past, it's not even that good. So I don't know why people are complaining. 
I mean, I know why they're complaining. They're worried about, they're, they're mad and upset because Will Smith's movie, Shark Tales, which is one of the, probably his worst films next to After Earth and uh, what's that one movie, um, Wild Wild West. They're, that's one of his really bad movies. And you are upset that one of his bad movies are better than Chris Rock's special. And I don't mean people are like pretend upset. They are like legitimately upset. I was reading some of the comments and things like that about um, how people think the movie should be taken down, how Will Smith shouldn't be getting paid for it. And you know what? I understand what Will Smith did was wrong. I, I really do understand that. But man, you guys are killing this guy's career. He is a great actor, right? Chris Rock is a great actor. Chris Rock is a great comedian. I like them both. But what you need to do is, I think you, if you go watch the special, I think Chris Rock got some revenge back. I mean, Chris Rock is getting support. Will Smith's not. I mean, Will Smith's not part of the, what, uh, Academy Awards for the next, what, 10 years? So even if his movie does good, it's not going to go anywhere. He can't do anything with it. So, yeah, I think Will Smith has gotten his slap on the hand. You know? I think Chris Rock is doing good. I just don't understand the whole thing, though. You know, I don't understand the whole uh, beef because they've been surrounding each other for a while. You know, like Jada has been in movies with Chris Rock. I'm pretty sure Chris Rock has been in movies with uh, Chris Rock or Chris Rock and Will Smith have been in movies together. I'm pretty sure there's at least one movie with both of them in it. And, you know, I thought, you know, since we've never heard anything before about this beef going on, I thought it was one of those things where um, they were cool. I thought they were cool. They didn't know there was a beef or anything going on. Then you get this slap just out of the blue. Like I said, I do think it's a lot of, a lot of uh, emotional things that's been going on between Jada and Will. I know we're talking. I know you guys are probably like, Joe, why are you talking about this, man? Why are you talking about this, man? This is something that happened two years ago, man. Why are you talking about it? Well, I'm talking about it because they're talking about the ratings. <coughs> Excuse me. And at the time, I don't think I really spoke up about it. You know? So, yeah, I like both the actors. I think that it's been two years and we shouldn't really be giving Will Smith a hard time. Like, I mean, he's, he's doing his punishment. He's doing his time. I think Will Smith and Chris Rock have grown, you know, between that time. So, um, I don't know. I don't know why people are so upset about it. I just like movies. You know, I like movies. Should Will Smith have done it? No. He got a lot of stuff on his plate, but that don't excuse him, but I don't know. Chris Rock, he did real good. Uh, he did real well in maintaining himself there at the Oscars. He sat there and prevented a, a nigga moment. And also another thing, if you go read the article, it's on uh, people mag uh, popculture.com. If you go read the article, it's not even talking about like the it's not even talking about Will Smith himself, right? It's talking about shark tales, right? It's talking about shark tales past Chris Rock's special. And that's not just a Will Smith movie, right? Will Smith's the main character. But as you even heard from 
that trailer. Who was the, who they talk about? They talked about Lenny. That's Jack Black plays that. I mean, you've got Jack Black, Robert De Niro, um, uh, uh, Angelina Jolie, uh, Martin Scorsese, uh, Will Smith. You know, you got a bunch of actors and stuff in here. It's just not a Will Smith movie. There were a lot of popular people in there, but because he was one of the main characters, you why are you making the compar- comparison? You know. Uh, you probably wouldn't be like, hey, guys, uh, Madagascar is number one in, on Netflix versus uh, the Wild Wild West, you know? <laughs> you wouldn't do that. Why? Because Madagascar, it's not a Chris Rock movie. He's a part of that movie, you know? He's a part of it. It's not his movie. Um, the same thing with Shark Tales. I don't know. I just uh, This article is just super misleading. A lot of people are getting heated up over this topic, and I don't think they should be, but who cares? I don't know. I'm just a reporter. That's all I do. Guys, real quick, let me tell you guys about a couple of my podcasts that we do. We've got Code 187. It's a true crimes podcast. If you guys are into true crimes podcasts, you should definitely check it out. Whether it's an old case or a new case, Sarah talks about it on her show. And she would love your help in finding um, or help, help. She would love your help with some of these unsolved cases. So go out, listen to that podcast. Make sure you uh, check that out and maybe help her solve a case. Next show is Code War, not Code War 7. I just got so many of these. It's like ridiculous. You've got the Comic Corner. Comic Corner, if you guys are really into comics, you love video games, old cartoons, Comic Corner is the place for you. They could be talking about the Proud Family. They could be talking about who is better, Marvel or DC. But whatever they're talking about, they're talking about comics, and they're talking about things in the nerd kingdom. And I think it's going to be a real good show if you're really into a lot of comics and stuff like that. The Armor's Block is a show where Hootie and I educate you about the safety and rules around firearms. That's a great show. I think you guys should check that out. And that's a good show if you are new to firearms or if you're a experienced or seasoned marksman. Really good show. That'd be a good show to get all your questions answered about firearms. If you would like to catch those shows, go out to Gateway Pro Productions on Facebook. You can also catch them on Spotify. Code 187 airs every single Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Comic Corner every single Wednesday at 8 o'clock. And on Thursdays is the Armors Block. And we're starting to do a lot of stuff on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Marcus Joanne Gabriel for $1, $3, or $5. You guys can become a patron. Like I said, I'm doing a lot of extra stuff on there. We have this thing called For the Love of Music on there right now where I sit there and I play songs that I am in love with. I've got a couple of guests on there as well and we go through some of their playlists and we listen to those songs. So that's some stuff that we're doing on Patreon. So you're going to want to check that out. Again, go to patreon.com slash Marcus, Joe, and Gabriel. And don't forget last thing here for this ad. Guys, make sure you go check out Public. You are going to want some of our merch. Mugs, shirts, hats, uh, stickers. That's Mason's favorite thing. We have a lot of stuff on there. So go to tpublics.com slash GWP. Now, I'm sorry. That's it. We're done with the ads. <laughs> uh.
Oh, man, that was a fast break. I need to get a fader on here. I have a question for you. Legitimate question. If you like something and you are a die hardcore fan of it, where you just really liked it, then you found out that something was wrong with it, or they supported something was wrong, right? And then you have to change your whole mindset, the way you see life, you know? Would you still follow? follow that or would you still like it if you're like Joe what do you mean so let's take Michael Jackson for a little bit Michael Jackson is literally one of the greatest singers in the world Michael Jackson has made songs that everybody knows I can play a bunch of his songs and everybody would know him they know about his life you know from movies and things like that Michael Jackson will be forever known as the king of pop. But even though his music is good, even though he will be forever known as the king of pop, does that excuse his actions? Right? Like there are things that he allegedly did. You know, does that excuse that, you know, because he's a great artist, does that excuse that? Or are you going to stop listening to his music? Same thing with R. Kelly. R. Kelly makes a ton of great music. But there has been proof he has went to prison for these actions. There's a whole show even talking about surviving R. Kelly. Are you still going to listen to his music? More than, like, more than likely, a lot of us are probably going to say, no, I'm not going to listen to their music, you know? Or I'm going to separate the music from the artist. And the reason why I bring this up is because I, I really want people to kind of understand where I'm coming from with my whole religion. You know, if you don't know or you haven't been listening to the show, come out as, you know, not Christian anymore. 27 years of my goddamn life gave to Christianity. I'm going to try to sum this up. I'm going to try to do this here in about 10 minutes. <laughs> but 27 years I gave. 27 years I did everything, you know. And. Then I started to want questions answered. You know, I started asking questions. You know, uh, these, a lot of questions I, I've been asking for the past couple of years. Actually, I won't even say a couple of years. I've been asking these questions for a very long time. And people have always said, well, God's ways are higher than yours. It's not for you to understand. You know, uh, or, or um, you got to have faith. It's like, I understand that you got to have faith. I got to understand that his plans are different and better than mine. But I still would like to know. You know, there's a lot of things in scriptures. There's a lot of contradictions and things like that. And I really want to talk to some of my Christian brothers and sisters. 
And without them coming at me sideways, I would really like to sit down and talk with them and be like, hey, I got these questions. Can you answer these? You know, legitimately answer them. Don't push me to the wayside because I really want them to understand that this, what they have to really see is that this is my soul on the line, according to them. That if these questions aren't answered, if these questions aren't answered, like, my soul's on the line in their eyes. But I, <clears throat> there's just so, there's just so much, so many contradictions and things that I, I saw just reading scripture, just see, going to church. There's just a lot that I saw. And it was one of those things where it was like, am, are we the bad guys? Are we the bad guys? Because we, I mean, Christians would be like, we have to show love, but they were the meanest motherfuckers in the world. Like, there were tons of people I would try to invite to church, and they would be like, no, because the church treated me this way. You know? And I was like, well, hold on. I was like, it shouldn't be that way. It should be accepting. They shouldn't be looking at you crazy and stuff like that. Everybody should be welcoming with open arms, right? That's how it should be. But it's not that way. It's not. And it's not, a lot of times it's fake, you know? Hell, I worked. I didn't work, but I volunteered for a church. And... I volunteered so much. I was good at what I did with the volunteering and I I did I was so good at it that I really got deep into like the church politics, you know, and all the rumors and gossip and stuff that's going on in there. And it's ridiculous. It's just like high school. Like if you saw all the behind the scenes of the church I went to, you'd be like, "Wow, it's like a fucking business, man." And we are playing these believers for fools like there were techniques that we did to keep people in worship there were things that the pastor the pastor would do things to get people riled up you know like one of the things i always hated was he'd be preaching and then he would be like he you could tell when he wanted applause right because he would be like, listen, you need to flee from the devil. You need to flee from your sins. Because uh, let me tell you, church, when I read in my Bible and my Savior died on the cross for me, he bled for me. He, he, he put the crown of thorns. He was beaten with nine tails. And let me tell you, do you know who he did it for? Do you know who he did it for, church? Let me tell you, my Jesus came down on this earth. He was born as a baby. My Jesus went out and he discipled and he was spat on and he was killed and hung on a cross. But then three days he rose again. And do you know why he did that church? Do you know why he did that church? He did it for you and for me so that we, church, can be saved from our sins. Let me tell you, give, give the Lord some praise. Give the Lord some praise. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know. And that's something he would do. He would do something on, he would do that on purpose because he knew he was going to get an applause out of it. He knew he was going to get a rise out of people. When I used to do lights and things like that, I'd be like, man, here, let's do this. Let's do this big reveal with lights to this song. No, Joe, we can't do that. Why can't we do that? Because that's going to take people out of the spirit. 
And I thought to myself, if the people are overwhelmed with the spirit, there really shouldn't be anything to take them out of the spirit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Just stuff like that. Like, I shouldn't have to play certain music. I shouldn't have to do the lights a certain way in order for people to come to church. We shouldn't have to, um, you shouldn't be in church telling us, uh, you know, do you like these lights? Do you like this air conditioning? Do you like the heat in the wintertime? Do you got to pay your tithes? No, you shouldn't be saying that. Listen, we should, there are, there used to be missionaries. Like there was this one at my, one of my old churches, there was this guy who lived in Africa and this church, they were, the church I went to, they were funding his, this church in Africa, you know, and this guy, their church is in a hut, you know, and this guy's like, thank you so much for what you do for that church. He says, sometimes it's 120 degrees and People, they, they walk five miles in order to hear the word of Jesus Christ. And we want to thank you for providing us with those funds. Like, stuff like that. If you're walking five miles to go to church in the hot, hot sun of Africa, walking through the jungles and everything like that, yeah, I can say, mm-hmm, I believe you're a true believer. But it don't take, there's no effort. There's no effort. We got lazy. Maybe this is just the American side of it. But, I mean, it's just the church itself pushed us away. I've got legitimate questions that I wanted asked. I, I still want them asked. And I'm not asking them to, I'm not asking to be like, well, here, I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm asking because I want to gain knowledge. I love learning things. Did I get it wrong? Am I reading this wrong? Am I seeing this wrong? And since I don't have answers, I don't want to sit here and be fake. I hate being fake. I don't want to act like, oh, you know, hey, God, I have problems with you. You know, I saw that you did this or I read that you did this and I really have problems with you. But I'm still going to come here and act like I still want to worship you. I still want to be buddy buddies with you. And the way I say it is like if any other person was like that. If anybody did anything wrong or uh, wrong towards us, we would kick them out of our lives. Their drama, you know, their drama. We would hold a grudge, you know. But with him, it's supposed to be different. And it's, it's just real different. And so to people, they're just like, oh, you're out here and you are out here and you're living in sin and that's why... You are turning away from God. No. Like I said earlier, 27 years. 27 years. This wasn't something I took lightly. 27 years, I was a Christian. I loved the Lord. I felt like I gave a lot of my life, a lot of my time to serve him. And then you read scripture and you hear all the messed up stuff that's happening in scripture. You see how we're supposed to be doing things. And it looks just like a narcissistic. God is a narcissistic parent. That's what it looks like. And I've already dealt with one of those. I don't want to go through it again. So that's my big reason. 
So, listen. Like I said before, when I first came out and talked about this, I, I'm, I'm open to discussion. I'm open to conversations. I don't want to argue, but I'm open to discussions and debates. Like, call me up and say, hey, man, this is what I want to talk about. I heard your podcast. I saw your post. And I want to see where your head's at, you know? I don't want you to try to sit there and convert me, but bring me on back and make me feel bad because my decision is final. But I would love to have a discussion and see where your head's at. What did I miss? Did I get something wrong? I don't know. I don't know. But, hey, guys, let me tell you something. I really appreciate that you guys sit here and you listen to this show because you don't have to listen to this show, especially me going on talking about religion. Especially when I talk about politics. You guys don't have to listen to this show, but I am so glad you do. It makes me keep going on. When I go on in the back and I look at the numbers of the show and I'm like, man, there it is. I see those numbers. I guess I'm entertaining enough for people to listen to me. And I thank you guys so much. If you guys want to just keep listening for free, you can listen to us on Spotify. But if you want to support the Joe Show, I would definitely go check out Patreon.com. Your episodes, you'll get out earlier. You'll get bonus episodes of the show. I'm even getting to a point where I'm going to start putting the regular episodes on there. Then you'll get them a day earlier. But yeah, just go check out our Patreon.com for $1, $3, or $5. And that'll just help the show become bigger and better. Guys, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. And I thank you for listening to The Joe Show. We'll see you guys next week.